Hey everybody, we are at the Heartland Institute's Climate Conference here in Orlando, Florida, and we are with Marty Cornell. He's a retired chemist, used to work for a major international company. Uh, Marty, your talk is going to focus on net zero. Uh, yes. We're hearing this a lot. I, I was just at the most recent UN Climate Summit, and net zero is like the buzzword. we got to go to net zero. What exactly does that mean in layman's terms, and what is that going to mean to an average American? And, well, in, in the actual term is net zero means we're supposed to reduce our emissions of industrial CO2 and methane to effectively zero by 2050. And what does it mean? It means if it's if it occurs, it's going to cost American households and people dearly. It's really dangerous for the world and for the economy. Do you think it's feasible? I mean, is there a way to get that down to zero? It's impossible. It's actually impossible. So why, uh, why are they talking about if, it then? When I'm going to talk about the material impossibility of it and the types of materials you need to, to make batteries for electronic vehicles or battery backup for the grid system or the materials you need for a wind farm, particularly an offshore wind farm, are just impossible. We don't have those materials. To mine those materials, to get enough uh, of them made by 2050 is just impossible. So you say that's impossible, and yet we've got all the major banks of the world, yeah. uh, as you know, have joined on this uh, net zero alliance. I've, I've talked to several state attorneys general who are now pursuing investigations into this, but the banks are still moving ahead, most of them. Um, how does this get stopped if the banks, the governments, the businesses, and, and everybody else is moving in lockstep on this? Um, there's a whole industrial complex over this thing. There's a lot of money to be made. So the average person is going to get help, hurt, but these people are going to make a lot of money on it. So how it gets stopped is people are going to have to get hurt. Mm. I'm from Texas, and we had a couple winter stores. One of them a couple years ago, Yuri, shut down our, our state for, I think it was five days, and at least 300 people died. Okay, so those deaths... They're trying to find an excuse for it, but if we have another one of these things, the more of this green energy that we put on the grid that is weather-dependent, the less dependable energy that we have, dispatchable energy that we have, means that we're going to have a lot more of these outages. In fact, they're going to have to promote things to, to have people stop using energy so that uh, we don't have these major blackouts. But they're not going to be, they're going to be unavoidable. So when that occurs, I think what's going to happen, unfortunately, is a lot of people are going to get hurt, and then the politicians are going to have to wake up to it. So you, you mentioned money as a possible motivating factor. Um, and, and, you know, there's clearly huge amounts of money at stake here. But um, I know we're in the realm of speculation here a little bit. But what do you think is driving the people behind the net zero? Do you think it's just money? Is there some ideological component to this? Why are they doing it? Yeah, well, there's two different things. The people in power, the elites are doing it because it gained, they, get, they gain power, just like they did for COVID. During the shutdown, they had an experiment where they said, we can gain a lot of power for, by doing this stuff, and we can just more centralize the power. Well, they're going to apply the same sort of thing to climate. They gain power. Uh, some people say that it's not a religion. It's all about the power. But it is, they have to have a constituency that believes it's a religion. It's a dogma. Mm -hmm. You can't talk to a lot of the people about it because it's just something they believe, just like a religion. So there is a religious element to it. 
But for the people in control, the elites, it's about power. You don't think that John Kerry is going to reduce his carbon footprint, do you? Is he going to sell his private jet? That's yeah, a good so question. I will commit right here that I will reduce my carbon footprint to no more than John Kerry. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Uh, so for, for everyday Americans out there who are hearing this, they don't know the science, they, they don't know who's telling the truth, but they're concerned about higher prices, they're concerned about losing freedoms. Uh, what would you say to them? What should they be doing? Uh, how can they learn about this? this and, and become informed? Uh, th that's a real difficult question about how to get the message out. Um, most of the people on the skeptical side, which I am, have a very, very difficult getting our message out because of censorship. Mm -hmm. Now, Musk and what he's done maybe opens it a little bit um, and remains to be seen how that's going to go. But getting the message out to the general public is nigh on impossible. So our approach and what we're trying to do is deal with the politicians. I'm from Texas, going to Austin, and deal with a lot of people in Austin and talk to them about it. If you talk to a lot of these people, um, congressmen, representatives, senators, a lot of them are pretty knowledgeable. But they're not going to come out and say that this climate uh, scare is, is false. It's a fake thing because that's the third rail. So they'll talk about it rising energy costs and this sort of stuff, but to come out and very few politicians have come out and really say this this whole climate CO2 global warming thing is, is a false thing. That's political suicide. So the way to do it, I think, is to get enough people on board so they start attacking the, the cost of energy um, and doing some things that are reasonable rather than go out and attack the whole theory of hypothesis of climate uh, a human-caused climate change. Fascinating. And is there any place people can follow you? Are you on Twitter? Is there a website people can go to? I'm not on Twitter, but I'm part of a group called The Right Climate Stuff, which is formed by um, mostly retired people uh, from NASA of the Apollo era. Uh, these are the guys that put men on the moon and that kind of stuff. So rightclimatestuff.com is someplace people can go. And we put, publish a lot of papers in, on this thing and position papers. So they, yeah, they can go there and get some of that information. Excellent. Uh, Marty Cornell, retired chemist, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. I certainly would not want a constitutional convention. I mean, whoa. Who knows what would come out of that? It isn't the Constitution that's the problem. It is the people who ignore the Constitution. What we need are just more people that would read the one we have. It's up to us to hold our elected officials accountable who understand the Constitution and are willing to take a stand when necessary.